Believe me, I hate to see a pretty girl like you go to jail. Okay, print it. Relax, everybody. You too, Mr. Paul. Well, that's something I really know how to do. Whether it's between scenes in a motion picture or during rehearsals of my radio program, Richard Diamond. I know how to relax. I just sit back and enjoy a camel. There's real flavor for you. I smoke camels regularly because they're mild and they agree with my throat. And that's mighty important when you use your voice as much as I do. Try camels yourself as your steady smoke for 30 days. Your T-Zone will tell you how mild and good-tasting camels are pack after pack, week after week. You'll soon see why Camel is America's most popular cigarette, leading all other brands by billions. Yes, make a note. Think of your throat. Enjoy camels. I always do. What cigarette do you smoke, doctor? Tens of thousands of doctors in all branches of medicine in all parts of the country were asked that question. What cigarette do you smoke, doctor? The brand named most was Camel. Yes, surveys show more doctors smoke Camels than any other cigarette. Smoke Camels, the cigarette so many doctors enjoy. What cigarette do you smoke? You'll be interested to know how the doctors of America answered that question. Tens of thousands of doctors doctors in all parts of the country, in every state of the union, doctors in every branch of medicine were asked, what cigarette do you smoke, doctor? In this nationwide survey of general practitioners, surgeons, throat specialists, diagnosticians, and so on, the brand named most was Camel. Yes, according to this survey, more doctors smoke Camels than any other cigarette. Try Camels yourself. Make the one sensible cigarette test. Make your own 30-day camel mildness test in your T-Zone. Smoke only camels for 30 days. Enjoy camels' rich, full flavor. And see how well camels agree with your throat. Pack after pack, week after week. See for yourself why camels are so popular with the doctors of America. How often does your job call you out of bed in the middle of the night? Well, if you were a doctor, Good evening. You're listening to the Horror Genius Podcast. Candles wick. Measured time at candles ends. The color's nice and perfume rare. Something to behold, I swear. For when it burns at both ends to where goes all the wax. And tips along, it's gasping for air. Time spent long, think on page. The light is decent, but the desk is drab. The paper's riddled all about, scatters round, spilling afloat and wax. It seems to stick it all somewhere. And further away, it only grows. Dimmer, and the gentle flicker raid will send its softer shadows. But the floor crinkles with its shuffled sounds. And one sits so to strain his eyes. And as the ruffles match, the shadows pen to page sends reels of time skipping out of focus, sit so still. 
and in it it goes. And the stacks of paper only grow, and words spill and pour up times gone by. Someone is this candle, or is you and me. And as nice as it is may seem, there's only so much wick to burn. And low snuff to time or two a pinch. Black was the sound of creeping death. The wind had swept its embers high, and the fire rages, and even rain only slows its inevitable ends. And they never justify their means, but like all things, they fade, and the smoke will clear, and the hollow glass and blacken through, they fade and die. But what remnants do we leave behind? Hopefully more than the ends that we never justified. And so what of you and I? While we as candles wait and die, burning at our ends, praying for a storm. But either or either way, heavy storm, pressing on or giving up, it's really all the same when you've been burning at your life that way. But the brighter fires paved a brighter day, so some say, but it never really seems in such a homely way. And if home is where the heart is, it's scattered all around, and like trotting over papers on the floor, causing all the racket, so tread light, the room's so full of guests, and it's not that it doesn't hurt. I feel it's what they have to do. On the way out, the doormats for all the wax as well. But with all the trotting on these pieces on the floor, just don't slam the door. The last thing I remembered was hello. The air was cold, but it stopped snowing, thank God. I lit a cigarette. I had waited under those stairs for God knows how long. I shut the car door. Sorry, man, I was running late. I didn't say anything. He didn't either, for a while after that. I was like mountain roads for all the scenery, that's the truth. And my buddy was cool. I could chain smoke the whole way there. And yeah, I usually did. There was this old diner off the main drag we went to all the time. But I remember my phone ringing and I, and I slipped the button of the ashtray and I picked it up. Hello, I said. It took about three tries. Black Flag EWB was playing in the background. But it's not like it was loud. I turned the last little bit down, still couldn't hear anything. Finally, I heard, hello. I was lighting a cigarette again. I looked up from the car ashtray, and I looked out at the beautiful scenery. I said, hello again. Looking down at the ashtray again, was the one in the phone booth at the diner? I looked out. There was still no response. From the phone, I opened the door. I found my friend, and we resumed eating. He asked what that was all about. I said, there wasn't an answer. The guy who ran the joint. Well, he came to the table again. Phone's for you. Hey, look, I gotta go. I threw the napkin down and arose from my bench seat to far corner. I always smoked when I was on the phone. I always ruined my appetite. I hated it. But just as much as I couldn't help it, but this joint was always packed and riddled with people. Everybody who wasn't eating was smoking. 
and we always liked the back. It was the booth in the corner, so we could still look out the window, you know? There wasn't a whole lot of deep cats around, but he was one. Around the bar and closer now to the other side of the building, finally the phone booth. I picked up the receiver and said, hello. Ash my cigarette. Hello. Look, I know it takes me a good minute to get across the diner, but quit wasting my time. Hello. I ash my cigarette again. Oh, finally, yes, hello. The phone went to static. I hit the tap in a few times, asked for the operator. Nothing. I was walking back to my seat again, making my way through the hopefully finished breakfast. I made my way around again. Joe came by to fill the coffee again. Hey, that phone rings again. I, I ain't around. Is that cool? I slept in five bucks. Yeah. He lifted the coffee pot and took out the cigarette from his mouth. Slipped the money in his pocket. Yeah, ain't around. And I ain't seen you. Thanks, Joe. My buddy was going on about some projects he was working. Some of it was film, some of it was music, but I knew it had something more to do with film. Only because he talked more about that. He was really emphasizing the other, but that's just how he always was. He never really made any sense unless you knew him. <clears throat> but everyone loved him. And that's why I think I got along with him so well. Just a good dude. But with all the noise and the cookers cooking in the background and all the other talking, it just seemed to all blend. Two would smile and nod occasionally. And the truth is, I couldn't hear a damn thing. I was staring off. The lake still looked frozen over the roads and... Everywhere was fine, but snow was still everywhere. I'm actually surprised. We were able to even see out the window. Sometimes when it's really bad, you can't see anything because there's too much snow. Finally came in when he was saying something about paying the bill and splitting. So I agreed that'd be best. We handed our money over to Joe. We both lit a cigarette. It was almost in unison. We headed out the door. We were driving along and the phone rang again. Told me to get it. I turned the volume lower than I had had before. Hello? Yeah, is this for uh, Trevor Dakota O'Reilly? No. However, I could take a message. Hello? I put the phone away. For me? No, that's what I'm talking about. This happens every time. Yes, hello. Yes, I'd like to speak to the police. Yes? I was driving down the interstate and I saw a car off to the side of the road. Guy was hanging out the door, looks like, and the other was just behind the wheel. I don't know. Hello? Tapping the receiver. Hello? I asked if he could reset. No, you gotta wait. Yeah, I lit a cigarette. He flicked the ashes into the tray below the phone, just like I did after my buddy picked me up. And we were cruising along in the phone rang. I remember ashing my cigarette. And when I licked up, the semi cut the corner. Yes, sir, operator, yes. I've been waiting for quite some time. Need the city coroner's office? Yeah, a liquor store on the interstate. Looks like a phone accident or a semi cut it too close, I don't know. An hour? I can't shut the lane down for an hour. Okay, fine. The cop hung up the receiver and he exited the liquor store. <clears throat> the accident was gone. Hey buddy, you done with that phone or are you gonna stand in the phone booth all day? No, I'm sorry sir, excuse me. Sat at the far corner. 
who's looking out the window. Coat over the radio was looking out at all the scenery, and all I heard was static. Feet from a couch shuffle toward a flicker rating television. The knob gets hit, and everything went black. That's it for this evening's Horror Business Podcast. Thank you for listening to Thomas. Have a wonderful evening. Decades in horror.